Welcome to the InnovaBuzz podcast, where our job is to help you build visibility, professional credibility, and connection with your ideal client by putting the human at the center of innovative marketing so you can build and strengthen an engaging, enduring relationship with your ideal clients. I'm Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz, and I'm honored that you're here with me. If you haven't yet joined our wonderful Flyworld Nation community, go to flyworldnation.com and join in the podcast conversations. Do subscribe to the show and also leave a review because it helps others find us. Let's get into today's masterclass on this InnovaBuzz podcast. It's the greatest network building tool <laughs> that yeah. I've found, that's for sure, on being able to reach out and connect with people. And mm-hmm. if you're intentional about networking and really building relationships, oh my goodness, it's the greatest thing in the world. And instead of the typical podcasting as a content marketing approach, that's like a default when somebody thinks about, oh, going and starting a podcast. Oh, I'll do that. Six months, a year, get some interest, build an audience. Eventually, something good will happen. Well, hmm. no, 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 no. <laughs> the <laughs> likelihood that you're going to stick to that for six months to a year, <laughs> yeah, yeah. if it's not benefiting your business, is very unlikely. All of that stuff, those long-term things, the network building things that I just talked about, all that is true and it happens, but you can construct your show in a way that it's immediately beneficial to your business. Welcome back. I hope your week's been awesome so far. I'm really excited today to have on the Innova Buzz podcast as my guest, Jason Croft, the founder of Media Leads, an agency dedicated to a new form of business development, Media Leads Generation. Jason's turning his love of precision interviewing and shining a spotlight on others into a scalable system that allows his clients to shorten their sales cycles and rapidly build their dominance in an industry. Jason is in the business of connection. So I love that. We hit it off straight away. Connecting with people, connecting those people to each other and connecting businesses to their ideal clients. Sound familiar? With 30 years of experience in media, Jason has worked in movies, in video, in corporate events and in podcasts, both behind the camera and now in front of it. He brings those skills to further his mission of connecting and helping others do the same thing. Jason also hosts his own podcast called Strategy Plus Action. Now this show is sponsored by Flywheel Nation. You're probably doing great in business. Do you ever feel like you're missing out on a game-changing connection or insight? You can supercharge your success with Flywheel Nation. Tap into the collective wisdom of high-impact achievers, gain exclusive access to resources, and expand your network in our vibrant community. Experience accelerated growth, breakthrough insights, and powerful connections that can elevate your business. Act now, secure your spot, and transform your journey today. Go to innovabiz.co forward slash flywheel to join. In our conversation today, Jason and I explore the world of podcasting and how it can be used for business growth and intentional networking. Three of the key takeaways are that podcasting is an excellent tool for network growth and intentional relationship building. The art of interviewing is centered around focus, around listening, and around purposeful conversations. And good interviewing skills are important for podcast success and can help us all develop communication skills that are applicable in most areas of life. Without further ado, then let's fly into the hive and get the buzz from Jason Croft. 
Hi, I'm your host, Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz, and I'm really excited to welcome to the InnovaBuzz podcast today, all the way from Colorado Springs in the USA, Jason Croft, who's the brains behind Media Leads. Media Leads is transforming business growth using media lead generation. Uh, what does that mean? We'll learn today on the show. With his knack for precise interviews, Jason enables clients to speed up their sales cycles, to make a name for themselves in their industry and to grow their business massively as a result. He also helps them build relationships with their clients and with other people through his system. So I'm really looking forward to digging into all those things. Welcome to the Bus podcast, Jason. It's a real privilege to have another chat with you. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been it was great to have you on, on strategy and action and, and just our other conversations we've had have been fantastic. Yeah, wonderful. Now, Chris Michelle, who was our guest on episode 521 of the Innova Buzz podcast, he introduced us and suggested that we get together. And we've kind of, as you've mentioned, I've appeared on your show, Strategy and Action. And we had a couple of really interesting conversations, both on the show and before that, and um, got lots of things in common, lots of um, crossover areas. And I've learned a lot already in speaking to you. So I'm looking forward to learning a lot more today. And a big hello to Chris. Yes, indeed. So, and, I, and I'm just curious, do you do you sort of call him out in the beginning so that, you know, if this goes horribly wrong, like everyone knows <laughs> yeah. who to blame, like yeah, they yeah. can go after him? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Don't worry, Chris, this will be fine. <laughs> All right. Now, one of the things that um, really fascinated me when I when Chris sent through the introduction and I had a look at who is Jason Croft and uh, one of the things you mentioned was connecting people is is one of the things that really drives you and I thought wow there's somebody after my own heart and then when we had the conversation um, it turns out we're both actually introverts and yet you're a connector of people and and I like to connect people so um, and, and of course, we both do podcasts and we both use podcasting and in your case, probably more video than I do it, as a sales tool, as a marketing tool, as a, a tool to actually impact your business, grow your business and connect with people at the same time. So I'm really looking forward to exploring in, into all of those topics, digging into all of those topics and getting your perspective on that and hopefully add to my perspective. Uh, now, before we do that, what's the impact you're making in the world today, Jason? Oh, my goodness. Uh, hopefully, it's connecting more people uh, in, in terms of <laughs> both connecting with them and connecting them to each other. Uh, that's, the, that's the goal anyway, and connecting them to new ideas and, and all of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful. I, I've... I was always into this networking thing and helping people uh, but at some point, I actually realized that most of the value in that was connecting people to somebody else. Say, hey, you have something in common with this person. I will introduce you and have a conversation with them, see what happens. That there's actually inherent value in that. It took me a long time to realize that there was inherent value in that rather than looking for is that a potential client for that person or is that a potential supplier if they have a specific need? Um, that, that was a big shift for me. I don't know how you see, see that. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. I, for me, I, you know, I tell, tell the origin story of, of this love of connecting a lot of times around, you know, reading Malcolm Gladwell's The Tipping Point. And when mm. you described, you know, these three main types, of people and, and one of those is the connector right and for whatever reason that just lit me up i was like oh oh i want i want to be that you know that go-to yeah. person that everyone goes to when they're looking to connect with someone and i was the furthest thing in the world from it <laughs> right and i went on a mission to go and you know how do i get better at this and go and do that and and, and i feel like i i really have done that in a very purposeful way. And to your point, like that's, that's the most fun. When I first started doing this, I, I, I kind of kept track of it. And of course that went by the wayside really quickly, but kept track of 
who I introduced to who and, and what sort of came of it or just because it was so enjoyable. Like I loved that. Like that's, it was just a blast. So I'm right there, right there with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and as I mentioned, I mean, once, once I changed my mindset in, Hey, if I introduce you, Jason, to somebody else that comes to mind in a conversation we have, there's value in that. It doesn't matter if, if nothing ever comes of the conversation you have with that person, there's still value in that. And, and so removing myself from the judgment of, will you be able to do business with them or will they be able to, to fill a need you have? Um, removing myself from that judgment kind of opened up this whole new world. Oh yeah. And, and to, that's, that's the, the, the fun part too. For me, I, I consider it a badge of honor to have those people in my life who hmm. I don't have to ask to make an introduction to someone else. Like they've told me, like, don't, don't, you know, skip that step. <laughs> don't worry yeah, about yeah. that. If you're introducing me to them, there's a reason. So just yeah. let's go. And, and I think that is just, it's that intention, like you talked about, of really just truly wanting to connect. But it's also just surrounding yourself with just amazing people and digging in and, mm. you know, certainly being discerning and who you would connect and, and have that proper judgment of, of everything yeah, yeah. as well. And again, maybe discernment rather than judgment. It's <laughs> a better word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but having like, that's a wonderful reputation in my mind to, to, to have w with folks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, certainly I can think of some people that I wouldn't want to introduce to, to anyone in my network. <laughs> um, and yet they're in my world. So <laughs> what does that say? <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no judgment. We won't, we won't say. Sometimes yeah. they're, they're just circling around. Maybe you're, you're yeah, slowly yeah. making, you know, <laughs> making, making that distance a little greater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, um, it's, uh, well, we can get onto this, I suppose. It's always good to have people in your life that challenge you in whatever way it might be, because I think that's part of the learning journey. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and that's, that's a really powerful thing. And, I, and that's manifested itself a lot for me in the last few months of whether it's not necessarily even who they are, but you know, what they're doing, maybe my feeling about the quality of what they're, <laughs> they're doing or putting out hmm. in the world and all of that. But I've, I think I've done a better job at, at, at standing back and go, okay, but but what can I learn from this person? Here's how I'm mm. reacting. But what can I what can I pull from that? What's oh yeah. oh yeah? Well, at least they're they're they've done it and they're two steps ahead of me, right? Mm. Um, oh, that's powerful. I could take that away. What have they done? They've taken action and gotten this feedback, or you know, I don't like anything about this person except this one thing. Okay, that that goes in the bank, right? Like okay, mm. they've got this down. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's. And, and if you can have that mindset going into things, certainly in situations with in people with people and all of that, um, it's a that's a I think a powerful way to to move through the world. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let's shift gears a little bit. Um, although it is closely related in the way we both tackle podcasting, but let's talk about podcasting as a sales tool and what what your process and systems is process and systems are and why podcasting is such a, a valuable tool in business in general. Oh yeah. What I lead with the most I'll kind of go down that that road in a second, but but one that I don't lead with that relates right to what we were just talking about is it's the greatest, you know, network building tool <laughs> that yeah. I've found. That's for sure on being able to, to reach out and connect with people. And mm -hmm. if you're intentional about networking and really building relationships, oh my goodness, it's, it's the, it's the greatest thing in the world. Um, and, and that's been powerful. And, you know, I stumbled into that. I stumbled into this whole thing in terms of being in front of the camera, you know, to what, 2015. Um, and so these lessons I've learned from it are, you know, 
you learn firsthand, but really sort of like, oh, these aha moments that, that come mm. through. And what I do lead with in terms of when I encourage people to start a show, the reason, the reason why, uh, as a sales tool, I mean, it's, again, it's the most powerful cold outreach <laughs> mechanism that you can have. And instead of the typical podcasting, you know, as a, as content marketing approach, that's sort of like a default when somebody thinks about, oh, going and starting a podcast. Oh, I'll do that six months, a year, get some interest, build an audience. Eventually, something good will happen. Well, hmm. no, 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 no. <laughs> the likelihood <laughs> that you're going to stick to that for six months to a year, <laughs> yeah, yeah. if it's not benefiting your business, is very unlikely. Uh, but all of that stuff, that long-term those long-term things, the network building things that I just talked about, all that is true and it happens, but you can construct your show in a way that it's immediately beneficial to your business. And some of those ways are number one, you know, who you bring on to your show as a guest, right? Who, who have you been trying to get as a client? Um, bring those folks on and have a conversation, bring on strategic partners, people with an audience of your ideal clients and when that intention is there, just like in a sales conversation, if that intention is truly, I just, I just want a chance to have a conversation with this person, <laughs> you know, and yeah, see if yeah. there's anything to us working together. It's just that first moment, that first piece. And when you can be intentional with, with that on who you bring onto your show, but then also make sure that your show is structured in a way that anybody listening or watching, they know what you do, they know how you help people, and they know how it can benefit them. And, you know, along with the content marketing sort of typical approach, what goes with that a lot of times is that fear of being, you know, making an offer or being salesy or anything. Like, <laughs> yeah. if you're going through all this trouble have an ad for what you do, you know, make it very hmm. clear, both sometimes in the structure of the show, you know, in the interview, you can, I mean, if you're a coach and consultant on certain things, you can coach and consult that person <laughs> on their lives sometimes, yeah, right? right? Yeah. yeah. And at least little nuggets or pieces. And then, you know, certainly have standalone, you know, advertising and things like that. That's again, it can all be done in such a fun, easy, natural way that doesn't come across as, you know, salesy and hammering things home. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, lots of really great points there. And also, um, for me, having a conversation like this is just a, a natural thing. It comes naturally. And, and, and as you say, you can naturally then bring into the conversation, hey, if the listeners are interested in finding out more about this service, here's where you go. And that's not a big sales pitch. It is a sales pitch, but it's not unnatural to me whereas if i were to send out cold emails or make cold phone calls and say hey are you interested in this service that i've got and here's how you sign up for it that would feel very unnatural to me and 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 of course if it feels unnatural to me then the person hearing or seeing that pitch says you know this person's not genuine or not sincere Oh yeah. Yeah. Energy goes a long way in, <laughs> you know, it goes through, it goes across continents <laughs> through these mediums. <laughs> yeah, that's right, it goes yeah. through unspoken, you know, email sending out. I, I, yeah. I agree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. You reminded me, I, and I can't recall now who, who this was on a podcast, but it, it was a, a business strategy coach who had a podcast and he brought potential clients on. And his opening question was more or less, well, what are the issues you're having right now with your business? Well, tell us about the business. That was the first thing, you know, set the scene, set the background. Okay, what are the biggest issues you're having right now? And then he went into a half hour, 45 minute coaching session with that person. And it was quite impressive what he did. Uh, and it, it seemed like he was doing it more or less on the spur of the moment. I, it didn't like the gist I got was that there hadn't been any staging there hadn't been a lot of upfront preparation i mean he probably researched the person but he he would not necessarily have been aware of what's the biggest issue that they then bring up when he asks that question 
but he actually live live on the show did the coaching session and then you know they went on and um, structured the the podcast as a kind of a conversation published that and then of course the person who was the guest went away with some some information that was helpful to them if they wanted to go deeper they had the opportunity to contact the host of the podcast again and say hey can we kind of take this further and what what are my options now so there's the sales conversation and listeners who were potential clients who may have been very similar to this person who had the same issue said wow he's really good i better get oh, in yeah. touch with him to get help with that yeah and that's, so that's exactly. a really powerful model oh big time and the more everybody's going to be on their comfort different the spectrum right of comfort level with doing that combined with you know how sensitive things are that they do or you know the service they, yeah, they do yeah. for folks but to me that's the model like i i should i should structure my shows even more in that direction in my opinion mm. so i think that's really strong again when it comes it comes back to intention right um if if it's if, if the only reason you're there is just like i'm gonna make this sale and it's a horrible interview if the sale doesn't go through you know like again you're gonna feel that <laughs> yeah. but if if that if that intention is really again just like a first coaching call like that intention is i'm gonna give this person all kinds of value and maybe something will come of it later Wow, I mean that comes through, and now you've got this piece to, and maybe he's doing this, but to take this even further is, you know, now you've got this, this full episode, maybe promotional pieces that you create from it, and you can, not just hope that other people like your guest view that or hear it, but you can go DM a hundred of them on LinkedIn mm -hmm. with this clip. Hey, I know you're just like so and so, or it seems you are. I thought you might get some value from this, right? And now you're actually placing that in front of yeah. all of these folks and being intentional with that, with that process. And even if, even if that guest knows, doesn't know, or in the middle of it, they're just like, oh, they probably want to sell me, you know. Even if that hmm. guest feels that and assumes that, there's still value for them hmm. because they're still getting a chance to tell their story. They're getting to, you know have this spotlight shown on them and it's a piece of content mm. now they can go and put in front of their audience so it, it's just it just benefits everybody i love that he's doing that mm. Mm. yeah lots of really strong points there um one of the one of the things that i mentioned in the introduction and i know you're very strong on this is is the skill of interviewing uh, we've actually banned the use of the word interviewing from our uh, entire ecosystem because I, I say we're, we're just going to have a conversation. Um, interview seems sort of very formal in that. Uh, I've listened to lots of podcasts. I, in fact, one of my favourite ways to prepare for interviews like this is to go and check what other shows my guests been on and, and listen back to a few of those interviews. And I, that, to me helps me understand a lot more about how they show up on a podcast as a guest, what kind of topics they talk about. And I like to think that I want to ask some different questions. I want to kind of differentiate myself from if somebody's done a hundred guest appearances and they've been asked the same kind of questions for a hundred episodes. I want to kind of be remembered as the one that dug into deeper into one of the topics or, or went somewhere that they hadn't been before and if somebody says to me oh i've never asked that before then i said oh yes <laughs> um the the other thing i've learned though is i get a sense of how good is the host the podcast host and sometimes i go wow that i'm i must listen to that podcast some more that host is really good and i take away some some ideas from what the host did that can help me that i learned from other times I think, oh God, this is painful. <laughs> when they're reading if, their, if, their question. Yeah, if, and uh, what if did they you go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, next question. And okay, thanks for that answer. Next question. <laughs> but yeah, I, sometimes 
they're very early in their podcasting journey and say, okay, they're doing it, they're getting started, that's great. Um, occasionally there's one that have done several hundred episodes and I think, oh, this is painful. So my question to you, I guess, is the idea of um, interviewing as a skill or asking really good questions and having a really fantastic conversation with a guest as a skill, how do you approach that? How, do you, how did you develop your skill? Yeah, I, part of it came even before I was in front of the camera. Um, I mean, I've been doing video, film, movies, all that fun stuff for, for 30 plus years. And so much of that content was me interviewing somebody off screen, you know, kind of pulling okay, yeah, yeah. Out, out some of that. So there was a little bit of that leading into it before I, I sat in a chair and, and, and did it. Um, I think a, a natural curiosity, a conversational style and and i'm going to give you this approach not as <laughs> even complimentary to myself but this is just how i've i've approached it right um i've never on any of the shows that i've done had the list of questions and oh this i want to make sure we cover this and it just feels constraining and strange mm. to me to do that um I had one ep I had one show from the one episode of the first show that I ever did that I kind of did that with and it saved me because I I was doing uh I was doing it in front of a live audience and that 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 track that goes that second track that's always going in my head of as I'm listening with one track the other track is going like oh that's a great point okay we'll ask about this well, you know that was going that was taken up by oh what's the audience doing how are they feeling about this what's the audience what are, okay, and I was yeah, like yeah. Oh, that's fascinating. Thank goodness I have my, <laughs> my safety, <laughs> you know, but I've really just jumped in and, and how I structure my show now is, is around a core topic. So it's, it's less about like, Oh, tell me everything about your life and I'll just sit here. You know, it's less <laughs> about that. And it's more, Hey, let's, let's have this discussion around this, this topic and let's get into it. Right. Um, and, and that, lends itself to my style, which is a very conversational style. And I think mm. that comes from, I don't know, maybe just having a lot of conversations, but very purposeful conversations, not just like, oh yeah, I can talk to people. You know, we all have that sort of like, mm. well, it's just talking, right? <laughs> you know, and we may approach it that way, but I've been really purposeful about that connection with people and really understanding them and, you know, listening and making sure they feel mm -hmm. listened to. And it's one of those skills in life that I just, I find interesting and fascinating. So I learned more about it. So I think all of that kind of flows into it where I think I'm lacking and have been over, over the years is, you know, treating it like the amazing skill that it can be and, and continuing to learn like, you know, even getting into the nuance, get better and get structured with it. Um, I've got a good friend of mine who runs a, a really successful podcast and it's great. And, you know, he asked me early on, it's Julian Placino, Pathways to Success, fantastic show. He does an amazing job. And he asked me early on, he's like, so, you know, tell me about your line of questioning and, you know, the questions that you, I'm like, I don't really have any. I just like mm. start talking. And he's just like, what are you talking like that is just <laughs> no you know <laughs> yeah. but but where he's so much better and maybe it comes from like well i've got to have my safety net or you know maybe it comes mm -hmm. from there but i've been able to 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 learn that lesson of preparation a little more even if it doesn't come in the yeah. form of you know hard and fast questions just taking that that approach of like, like you talked about doing, like taking that preparation of, I'm going to make sure I mm. listen to these things. And I'm going to purposefully not ask these because they've been asked a hundred times or, you know, cause I think, I think interviewing is, I think it's one of those um, exponential skills. I call it like you can just, if you, if you're good at it, you can apply it in yeah. so many areas of your life beyond, exactly. a, you know, a show mm. or something. Yeah. I have to put my hand up and say in the early days of my podcast, I had it very carefully scripted and, um, and the other thing, I didn't listen back to them 
because I was very self-conscious about the sound of my own voice. And when I was doing video, I, I was also doing video in the early days, very self-conscious about what am I doing on camera there? I'm scratching my head. I'm poking in my nose or something. And so I wouldn't look back um, for the first probably 30 to 50 episodes even. And at some point, I decided, no, I must look at the episodes. I must kind of step back, get over myself, as my business coach likes to say, and look at what am I doing, what's working, what can I improve on? And so I started doing that. And in, in that, I came to realize that there were three or four episodes in the first 15 that I thought, wow, they're amazing. Uh, whereas some of the others, I thought, oh, gee, you know, that's a sort of a bit of a drag. And it was almost like, oh, I don't know whether I should keep doing this. But the others, I th they're amazing. Well, what's different about those? Well, they were people I knew beforehand. I'd had long-standing relationships with. So I'd got on the those episodes. Whilst I had my script, we went, I kind of more or less ignored the script because it was, hey, nice to see you again and tell me what's happening. And it was a conversation between friends. So I thought, ah, oh, I've got to get this down to a conversation between friends. And that realization really just freed me up. And then I ditched the script. And as you say, the script, I realized that was so constraining. Now I can have this conversation. And you mentioned listening. List to me, that's really the key thing. Well, two key things, the preparation, so I need to be prepared. I need to have a sense of where can this go? I usually have three to five bullet points. And, and often when I get to five bullet points in my preparation, I say, no, that's too many. <laughs> cut, cut something out. <laughs> What's my focus? So I try to get it down to three bullet points. They're the topics I'm going to go with, but that's all I've got. And then it's around, okay, so what, what have you said? I'm going to respond to that. I'm going to follow, dig deeper or go broader or that reminds me of this story or do you have an example of that? Those kind of things. And yeah, you're right. It's sort of, um, it's just developing that skill. And to me also having the confidence to know in myself that I can carry this conversation in a way that will make it interesting for the guest and for someone listening in later on. Oh, yeah. You bring up a few things there. I'm glad you sparked these these thoughts, too, because, <laughs> yes, listening just beyond a shadow of a doubt. Because if I've been incredibly angry at <laughs> a podcast host that I'm listening to and the successful ones, even and like like you mentioned, it's because of not listening. It's because, wow, I'm in just enraptured in the guest and what they're about to get to. And then they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that reminds me when I did this back in 19. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? And then we never get there. We never get the end yeah, of that yeah. story. Oh, my goodness. That is beyond frustrating. Uh, but to your point of listening back too, it that that's the one thing I did from episode one and forever and every episode I've ever done and that I kind of scream from the rafters to, to have people do because it's the last thing you want to do for exactly the reasons you laid out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to do it. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want, yeah. I couldn't stand the sound of my voice, how it looked, all of that, but it was the greatest learning tool that, I learned and, and developed those skills that I've applied again, way beyond a show, just how I communicate with somebody, you know, in real life, you know, standing across from them, just having a conversation yeah. because of those times that I was just listening back to an episode, screaming at myself, <laughs> how bad it was of just <laughs> finish a sentence, man, come on. Uh, and just being so frustrated, you know, but it was great because what you talked about, feeling about those those three out of the 15 or whatever it was that's what's so fascinating that people don't realize is going to happen is you you do you um get outside of yourself um after mm. after a few and you realize you can be impartial you could go oh that was really good that was actually a fantastic conversation that was really mm. you know and you could be critical where you could but you get outside of this just like mm. oh my voice uh, you know and you yeah. can start 
you know, judging the content you know, on its own merit, uh, if exactly. you will. Yeah. Um, it was interesting too. The, the other thing I was going to say is interviewing your friends. That's been a, a an interesting one for me because I find it like maybe it's just the getting going when I when I do know the person really well and I'm having them on the show and and trying not to. To, to talk in shorthand or anything like that to <laughs> make sure that, you know, getting the full picture there. Uh, that's been a little challenging when I, when I've done that at, at times. So, uh, but I, but it, the dynamic that, that it is makes a lot of sense. Like you described. Hmm. Yeah. Well, a couple of those guests in those early episodes um, were people that I'd worked closely with in my corporate career. One was a customer. One was uh, a former director of the business I was in so he was kind of like my boss's boss um, and they were both really good in the sense of they would reflect back on something that we both experienced together in in our relationship in the past in the corporate world to as a story to highlight the point they were making but they would set the scenario so they're actually thinking of hey there's an audience here that doesn't know what happened here so they would kind of in in three or four sentences set the scenario so that somebody else who wasn't present at whatever it was that happened um, had a bit of a sense of the context and then they oh, that's great. elaborate on the story so that they were really good in that sense yeah yeah, it's very helpful <laughs> to have that. Somebody's good and, and has that wherewithal, either because you better have it or they better have it. Like one, <laughs> you know. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I find myself, let's step back and let's put that into context. Yeah. So again, listening, you have to listen and you have to be aware of there's people listening to this conversation that don't know what you and I have done in the past on some other platform or in some other um, event, whatever it might have been. Yeah, absolutely. All right, you, you mentioned something a few moments ago, and I'd like to dig into this as well, because I've certainly found it really helpful beyond just podcasting, is is the skill of having that conversation. How, how have you applied that in other situations or in other contexts oh goodness i mean it's constant i think from whether i'm talking to my sons you know um or certainly in networking when we're not recording especially as virtual virtual as we all are a lot of those skills come through you know, in this format that, um, you can apply in person, but knowing that there's this medium and having gone and watched these things back, you, you have a better sense of how you come across. So, okay, let me make sure that I'm, I'm phrasing things this way or clearly or pausing at the right time. Uh, so even in that context, it works really well. Um, certainly in, you know, a sales conversation, which most of my sales conversations are just conversations <laughs> anyway, yeah. you know, by the time we're getting to that point. Um, and again, all of these things just in life. And again, if you're, if you're sitting across from someone developing those, those skills so that they not only, not only do you hear them, but they feel like you've heard them you know, mm. while they're talking and then maybe in, in how you encapsulate or respond. Um, all, I just think in, it's just, it's constant in, in every interaction I'm having. I think there's a, there's a little piece of what I've developed in terms of, of having a show and so many conversations. I think these, these little pieces come out. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. So um, there might have been a bit of rumbling in the background there in the noise. So there's a bit of a heavy thunderstorm just hit here. So Oh, I didn't hear it. <laughs> we will do our best to edit that, edit the background noise out if there is any background noise. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll continue. We'll push on. 
<laughs> Wonderful. Well, I think um, just looking at the clock as well and we've you know, time flies when you're having fun and this has been wonderful so far. So I think it's a good point now to move on to the buzz, which is our innovation round. And I've actually got this scripted in front of me, even though I know the questions now. <laughs> um, so it's it's designed to help our listeners gain some really quick tips from your experience to hopefully have them go and do something awesome today as a result. Nice. Ready? Ready. Okay, what's the number one thing anyone needs to do to be more innovative? Ooh. Yeah, I think it's I think it's having that healthy balance of taking in, right? Taking in that that information whether it's something that that may not seem like related to them or their industry or anything and really have that filter always going, especially in the times we're living in right now of like, okay, how could this either affect my industry or how can I use it to hmm. move the needle and affect my industry, <laughs> right? Uh, I think that's just having that that way of thinking about the world and being um, open and curious leads to innovation. Whereas if it's, if it's all defense, you're not going <laughs> to, you're yeah, trying yeah. to keep, maintain the status quo. Uh, that's right. Yeah. That, that doesn't it's, work too well. <laughs> yeah. I think it's being open, being curious and, and looking across the fence into different fields as well. What can what can we learn from different fields that are unrelated? Mm -hmm. and that's hard mm -hmm. to do at times. Like yeah. especially when you love what you do in your industry, and it's you, it is all consuming because there's because there's so much to learn, mm. and it's just it's really enjoyable. It's it's kind of hard to step out and go, yeah. Okay, yeah. what's what, what's the physics world doing right now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, and take that in, but wow at the insights that can come from that hmm. yeah well you talked about balance so obviously you've got to find that balance with going really deep on this thing that i'm passionate about and how can i become the expert in this so i've got to learn everything about that but at the same time uh, if you want to differentiate yourself and i'm preempting another question <laughs> uh, there's there's some lessons from physics or Neuroscience, I love neuroscience is one that I'm delving into all the time. Um, there's lessons from these fields that are seemingly unrelated that can be brought back into what you're doing. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah. All right. What's the best thing you've done to develop new ideas? Oh, this is one I, I started this back up again. Um, but over the years, I got this from James Altucher. I'm not sure if you're familiar mm, with him yeah. author and everything. so he's yeah, got yeah. his um things that he promotes is doing like this list of 10 like just brainstorming 10 ideas 10 things right like you pick whatever that is for the day but just 10 off the top of your head things and it is it's it's training that muscle kind of goes back to the first question too but and how to be innovative mm. right of like it's a muscle you know to yeah. look at the world that way to create new ideas and really stay in the habit of just newness and new ideas and keep that flowing. Hmm. Do you do that? Do you have some hook that you hook that onto when you do do that 10, 10 ideas brainstorming? Well, for example, I had a guest on recently, we were talking about creativity and her suggestion was pick something to focus on each day. So it might be the color yellow. So I'm just going to go the color yellow. I'm going to notice everything that's yellow. And I'm going to brainstorm around that. What does that bring up for me as an example? Oh, yeah. Mine's usually just on the day, right? It, it may relate to what I need to do. It may be content ideas. It may be, you know, something that I need yeah. to create anyway. And sometimes it'll be just uh, what's this is ridiculous. If I, you know, was starting from scratch today. Well, what are 10 things I could do if I threw everything in the trash and started, you know, maybe just yeah, thought yeah. experiment style like that. Okay, fantastic. All right, now, favorite resource you use most often? Oh, I got a few of those. Uh, I don't know if I, I'm allowed <laughs> to have multiples, but Evernote, like crazy, like yeah. my world's in there. Um, use that all the time because I'm a Mac user and if you're not, I'm sorry for you. Um, but <laughs> Alfred is something I use on Mac and it can do a whole bunch of things. But the biggest thing is, uh, the snippets, the text expander thing that it oh, does. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
oh my goodness. Like I, I'm still giddy. I've been using it for years and I'm still giddy when I use it, when I can, you know, punch in two keys and it's a paragraph of, of content yeah, yeah. that I send a hundred times. So I make it a, <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I've, um, I've always been envious of that. There's, there's a couple of tools like, um, and that's one of them that Mac users have that weren't available on Windows. But probably about three or four months ago, there was one came up and I can't even remember what it is now. It's just so integrated in my systems now. I think it might be a plugin for Chrome that does exactly the same thing. And all I do is um, hit control space and up comes the window and it's all there. Uh, control space and two keys and up comes a paragraph of text. So it's it's replaced a lot of my like templates that I have to copy and paste in from somewhere if I'm going to send an email. For example, when I respond to a podcast pitch, I have a template that includes videos and everything, and that's all in this thing now. So it's four keystrokes, and I've sent the message. Oh, yeah. And if if you're not using it, people like you gotta you gotta find there are different ones out there for. Yeah, that are that are web based and, and things like that. Different plugins. Um, the one with Alfred too. I don't know if yours does this, but it's also the copy paste. So when you are doing things that you need to copy paste, and you know you've got something that's you know there's ten things over here and you got to get them over here. Like it, it's got its memory thing, so I can copy, 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 and then paste, 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 rather than back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, so that's another amazing time saver. <laughs> So here we are, we're back again after a doozy of a thunderstorm that took out my internet and um, we've been kind of trying to communicate. My phone lines were down and everything, so we've been trying to communicate and get reconnected and it's taken a couple of hours, but we're finally back. So in the middle of the buzz round. <laughs> so the next, yeah, just a, next... There's a big buzz. There's a big <laughs> buzz right there. Yep, that's <laughs> right, yeah. So the next question of the buzz round, Jason, is what's the best way to keep a project on track? Ooh, yeah, good, a good project management system. Having that, that one place for everything, whether it's dealing with a client, dealing with even if it's just you having that one place to go or you could say one system sometimes you yeah if it's for your own stuff you got to kind of piecemeal the you know google drive stuff with evernote maybe and all of that you know i think that's where <laughs> i've been living um as i transition into more of a project management here's everything um a, a really good one um that that's been helpful that I just started using is, is a, with clients is, is called up coach. And so for coaches okay. and consultants, mm. it's a, it's a great place. It's not really, it's not a full project management. So it's, it's not quite to think of it like that, but essentially it's, it's, if you're going to have the course somewhere, all your materials, anything you want to give to a client, the tasks, the to do's, the very interactive, it's all in one place. And it's just, laid out beautifully um co uh todd herman who you know amazing coach and yeah. author and all of that he uh he's it's his his baby <laughs> he's okay. put out there yeah. and it's really good yeah i'll have to check that one out i don't know up coach mm. yeah yeah well we've got a whole nother episode obviously on systems and uh, systemizing what we do because i know you have wonderful systems for your podcast as well and uh, I've experienced that as as a podcast guest, and you're experiencing mine now. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. All right. Final question of the buzz. Took us a while to get through this one. <laughs> um, what's the number one thing anyone can do to differentiate themselves? Well, I'm certainly biased, but I'll you know I'll, I'll say putting that content out there, putting video content out there. And as much as we hear about it and we're hit over the head with it every day, <laughs> you know, uh, to do video, do video. It, it really is still a differentiator for folks who there's a small percentage of folks who are actually doing it, especially in, let's say the, the LinkedIn ecosphere, mm -hmm. right? Like in, in that world who are actually doing it. And then an even smaller percentage that are, that are doing it well. And, by doing it well, I don't just mean, you know, it's a nice image and they're saying some, some 
interesting things, but really how, you know, I teach people and guide them through is, is to create leadership level content, right? Have that, mm. you know, really moving the conversation forward, their industry forward, having some way to express their unique IP, their unique way of doing things and, and, and teaching and educating through that lens and really looking for those ways to, to your point, differentiate. And I think that's the, the big missing piece <laughs> again, <Yeah. laughs> especially on LinkedIn. You know, there's a lot of, you should try your best every day, you know, kind of quote <laughs> out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like, okay. <laughs> Platitudes. Yeah. I call them. Yeah. Hmm. Exactly. And so, yeah. and, and, and find those things that, you know, that, that you, you can take a stand on. And I think when, mm-hmm. when we hear that, our, our minds immediately go to the people who try to just, you know, are triggering or they're just so extreme or, you know, and it doesn't have to be that crazy of, of, of an idea, but no, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, think about things that, um, most people consider just truth and normal for your industry that you just really disagree with because you've mm-hmm. seen it work better differently. And, you know, it doesn't have to be these wild, crazy, hot topic kind of things out in the world. Mm-hmm. You can really stand in, in your own truth within your industry. I mean, even what I talked about earlier in the episode, many, many hours ago, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like it, you know, with podcasting, you know, I'll, I'll be in groups right now as, you know, somebody's talking, teaching and saying, you know, well, with podcasting, you know, that don't, if you need money today, don't just, you know, um, jump in and start a podcast. Cause that's something that's not going to, you're not gonna see benefits of that till hmm. you know a year down the road. And that's something, as I mentioned earlier, like I stand against that and I'm like, Oh, hey, hang yeah. on. <laughs> so find those things. And, and those are the points of, of differentiation for sure. Absolutely, and as as we were chatting about many hours ago, <laughs> the idea of developing that skill of having a conversation on a podcast and and having that conversation and drawing information out of the guest can be applied to so many other things that you can immediately monetize, right? So there's there's not just using your system for podcasting as a sales tool and as a lead generating tool, but there's skills that you develop from that, that, that you can immediately apply in other areas and, and monetize those areas. Oh yeah. And I mean, think about that of being, you know, a resource for, you know, it's kind of the reporter model, they call it too. You could be mm-hmm. that resource of, if it's not your own IP, like you find that, um, exactly all that, those best methodologies that are out there. And, and again, I think, you know, we, we hear this stuff and we think about it immediately to what, is in front of us, which is maybe the big boys. We th- immediately, somebody gives the example of like, you know, like Oprah and you go, yeah, okay, yeah. Y- you know, and that just it, immediately <laughs> yeah. there's that separation, but that's right. Think, yeah. a- think about like, um, the manufacturing sector, like who owns the podcasting or video space mm-hmm. in industrial manufacturing in Iowa, right? Who know? you know, like, you know how, how quickly you can dominate an industry and and be the thought leader if you sell insurance to those folks and how many mm-hmm. you know conversations to your point that you can go in and have by being curious and educating and and being a source of hey let's bring this industry together you get to you get to stand out really fast. Hmm. Wonderful. All right. Well, thanks for getting us through the buzz round. It's been a bit of a perilous journey, but we've gotten there. <laughs> and I've really enjoyed the conversation so far. Now, where can people find out more about you and Media Leads Generation, get a hold of the uh, podcast to listen into, and maybe even reach out and say thanks for what you've shared today? Absolutely. The best place is thejasoncroft.com because that's a little little hub there that'll take you to mm. Media Leads site and the shows I have going on. And if I've started two more shows by the time this comes out, like those will be there too. So, <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> we'll keep that updated. All right. We'll obviously have that link in the show notes for people to click straight through. So finally, Jason, what action would you like our listener to take out of today's conversation? 
I, I would love for anyone who's not doing it, throw themselves out there a little bit and, and, you know, pick up their phone, have that, <laughs> have those practice videos yeah. going on and really d- discover the, 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 the power of, of this medium, uh, certainly on creating videos, creating solo content is strong, but if you're just one of those great connectors and networkers, make that first little leap over to, you know, doing it in public a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's audio only podcast, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's simple to start at times and to at least have those first couple going. Hmm. Exactly. And, and it might just be as simple as, um, yesterday I had a coffee meeting with somebody and we were just kind of comparing notes on various things that both of us were doing, recording that conversation. We, we could have recorded yeah. that. We could have edited out some of the more personal stuff that perhaps you're not comfortable sharing and there's a podcast episode already. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. All right. Well, thanks, Jason. I've really enjoyed our conversation today. Look forward to the next one. There's there's plenty of um, little hooks there along the way that I thought we could probably do another whole episode on this. Um, I've really enjoyed it and please do stay in touch. I certainly will. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been a blast. I hope you enjoyed that insightful, engaging, fun conversation with Jason, full of gold, and took something away from his episode, most importantly. Now, why don't you follow Jason's advice and explore the world of podcasting or video to get your message out into the world? Get started by just practicing recording conversations with trusted friends, business partners, record them in audio, record them in video, and then as you get comfortable in the medium, move on to publishing your leadership level content. Jason's episode can be found at innovabiz.co forward slash Jason Croft, that is J-A-S-O-N-C-R-O-F-T, all lowercase, all one word, innovabiz.co forward slash Jason Croft. You'll also find contact information there for getting in touch with Jason, as well as links to the Media Leads website, to the Strategy Plus Action podcast, to Jason's social media pages, and the other resources we spoke about in our conversation. Now, I'm so glad that you're still listening. Obviously, you love this conversation, and what's not to love about it? Here's the thing, it's probably going to be useful to at least one person that you can think of right now. Who did you think of? Right, jump on email, jump on social media, connect with that person and be brave enough to share this conversation with that person right now. Don't wait, get it done right now. I'll wait. You can hit the pause button of course. Okay, you're back. Also, make sure to get the episode bookmark token at innovabiz.co forward slash bookmarks. For the cost of just a cup of coffee, you can have your very own permanent record of this show. 50% of the revenue from the episode goes directly to Jason as the guest, and the other 50% goes towards keeping the lights on here at InnovaBuzz. Think of it as a way to support the guest, Jason. Tell him that you loved the show and what he shared with us, got value from it, and also help us keep talking to some wonderful guests on future InnovaBuzz podcast episodes. Speaking of wonderful guests on future episodes, Jason suggested that we have a conversation with Gary De Rodriguez, the CEO of Peopleistic, on a future InnovaBuzz podcast episode. So, Gary... Keep an eye on your inbox for an invitation from us to the InnovaBuzz podcast, courtesy of Jason Croft. Thanks for listening. We'd love you to leave a review on this episode. It will help us to make the podcast better for you. Simply go to lovethepodcast.com forward slash InnovaBuzz and pick your preferred platform. 
Remember to visit innovabiz.co forward slash flywheel and secure your membership to the exclusive Flywheel Nation community, where you'll enjoy direct access to our incredible podcast guests, engage in meaningful conversations and participate in connection events designed to elevate your business journey. Don't miss out. Join Flywheel Nation today. Tune in again to the next episodes of the Innova Buzz podcast where we've got yet more fantastic guests lined up. Until next time, I'm Jürgen Strauss from Innova Biz. Remember, be awesome and keep innovating.